Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Leviticus 3, the law of peace offerings. Now, if his offering is a sacrifice of peace offerings, if he is going to offer out of the herd, whether male or female, he shall offer it without defect before the Lord. He shall lay his hand on the head of his offering and slay it at the doorway of the tent of meeting. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall sprinkle the blood around on the altar. From the sacrifice of the peace offerings, he shall present an offering by fire to the Lord, the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, which is on the loins, and the lobe of the liver, which he shall remove with the kidneys. Then Aaron's son shall offer it up in smoke on the altar on the burnt offering, which is on the wood that is on the fire. It is an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. But if his offering for a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord is from the flock, he shall offer it male or female without defect. If he is going to offer a lamb for his offering, then he shall offer it before the Lord, and he shall lay his hand on his head of his offering and it and slay it before the tent of meeting. And Aaron's sons shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. From the sacrifice of peace offerings, he shall bring as an offering by fire to the Lord its fat, the entire fat tail, which he shall remove close to the backbone, and the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, which is on the loins and the lobe of the liver, which he shall remove with the kidneys. Then the priest shall offer it up in smoke on the altar as food, an offering by fire to the Lord. Moreover, if his offering is a goat, then he shall offer it before the Lord, and he shall lay his hand on its head and slay it before the tent of meeting. And the sons of Aaron shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. From it he shall present his offering as an offering by fire to the Lord, the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, which is on the loins and the lobe of the liver, which he shall remove with the kidneys. The priest shall offer them up in smoke on the altar as food, an offering by fire for a soothing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. It is a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all your dwellings. You shall not eat any fat or any blood. This is a scripture that tends to be kind of misunderstood and taken a little bit too far, which is typically what we do as human beings is uh, we take what God has ordained, one of his statutes, and we take it to an extreme. And uh, even good things, even uh, like the Holy Spirit and the, the person who works of the Holy Spirit, such a phenomenal thing with people seeing amazing miracles. Yet when you add human beings to the mix, we tend to th- take things 
too far and then it becomes a little uh, too much, extra biblical, beyond what the Holy Spirit, um, beyond what Holy Spirit was actually here to do. But anyways, aside from that, back to Leviticus 3, here's the thing. It says in there, it, it talks about, first of all, the offerings. And we're going to go through a few offerings going through Leviticus as we already have. God didn't say to stop making offerings. God said that Jesus died once and for all. He is our sacrificial lamb. We never have to do the animal sacrifices again because he was that final ultimate animal sacrifice. But there are still other offerings that we're supposed to bring. And we no longer, uh, or some people say, well, you're, you're no longer supposed to bring a peace offering. You're no longer supposed to bring a grain offering. You're no longer supposed to bring a sin offering. Or, and, and that's not true. Obedience would be that you still would do that. If if you have a desire, a need, or or something that you're asking for in your life, you, you bring an offering. You bring it before the Lord. I mean, you don't have to come as begging. You come as just saying, I bring this to you for your kingdom, for your will to be done. You don't just say, well, Jesus did it, so I don't have to worry about it. God's just going to do it because of how good I am. Because that is so far from the truth. God doesn't do it because of how good you are. God does these things because of how good he is. We need to be thankful. And we need to bring those offerings. And we need to be we need to be willing to be vessels. As Jesus said, we should be a vessel. We should allow ourselves to be used or utilized by God to fulfill his will for his kingdom. So, offerings are still a thing that we should do. But now at the very end of Leviticus 3, it talks about do not eat the fat, do not drink the blood. That is forbidden uh, through all generations. Well, here's the deal. That's, that's really misunderstood. And this is not a stretch by any means. This is very easily proven. Um, but he's talking about two things. One... The hard fat that's attached to the organs. Whenever we're, they were doing an animal sacrifice, whether it be from the herd, which would be the oxen or, or cows, or whether it be of the flock, which would be uh, with the sheep, or, or whether it would be of a goat, they, they take the um, basically the organs and the fat that's attached to those organs, and they offer those up. We're not supposed to eat the hard fat. And um, that's that's not good. But, but another thing that it says is in Leviticus, and then also later it talks about um, Jesus even uh, mentioned something I'll get to here in a second. But uh, the animals that are offered up as a sacrifice, you are not to eat of their fat. The fat is, um, it adds flavor. It adds a richness. It was something that was actually sought after. And here's the part I'll get to. Jesus said, he said, you go and you tell them to get the fatted calf and bring that as a sacrifice that we may eat. Not a sacrifice as a 
offering up to the Lord, but a sacrifice as we're going to kill that so that we can have a, a wonderful feast. But he said the fatted calf. He wants it to be full of flavor and rich. That's what people desired. So, so think of this. When I'm coming to bring an offering to God, I can't keep the best parts for myself. That's what eating the fat really um, symbolizes there. That if I'm bringing an offering to God and I say, you know, God, I'm going to bring you this specific offering that I'm bringing. But this portion, that's really a good part. I'm going to keep that for me. That makes no sense. That's what Saul did. Saul was told to wipe everyone out, all of them. But he kept the best of the animals and the king and hid them for his own glory. And God said, no, that's disobedience. So when we bring an offering to God, we cannot keep the best part for ourselves. We're supposed to offer the full thing. Whatever it is, we offer the whole thing to God, not holding anything back. That's what it really refers to. There's good fat, and uh, there's good fat in meats that really adds flavor and makes it so much better to feast upon. God never intended for you to have gross, nasty, flavorless food. So I'm sorry if that's the way you feel that it it actually reads, but that's not it. So, Father, thank you that um, your word is true and that you are good. And, Father, as we bring our offerings to you, as we bring those things before you, whether it be for peace or whether it be for to cover our sins or whether it be for, for anything that we have in saying I'm sorry or please or thank you, whatever it is, Father, I ask that you could receive it fully and that we could also have the courage to bring it and give it to you offering it fully. Pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at Win Big Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's Word. And, uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. 
and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.